Moncrief on News Talk. Now, if you're looking for love, it'll cost you. According to one survey in the UK, the price of finding love once you tot up the dates and the new outfits is £1,652. And because of the cost of living crisis, there's a trend towards daytime dating. After all, it is cheaper. The dating coach, Francis Kelleher, joins us now. Afternoon, Francis. Hello, Sean. Thanks so much for having me. Have you found that the, the cost of living crisis is, is affecting people's dating habits? It definitely is, Sean. It definitely is. And even before that, you know, guys were saying to me, for instance, I had a client in L.A., Los Angeles being one of the most expensive cities in the world, as we know. He was saying, you know, Francis, I'm going out twice or three times a week sometimes on dates. And I had to cross the other side to the other side of the city. So the petrol alone is costing me an absolute bomb. And then I'm paying for dinner. And, you know, I might have to, like they're saying, you know, get a new outfit or whatever they're, 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 they're getting to look good. And he said, it's all mounting up. So I said to him, I tell all my clients, go with the daytime date, a cup of coffee or a walk, even in an ice cream. It doesn't have to be an expensive date to impress the girl. That's where the guys are going wrong. They think the more money I spend, the more, you know, of a good impression I'll give. And that's not the case. I mean... Even Tom Cruise, who has millions, he said at the time that he took Katie Holmes on a first date and he said, oh, I find dinner boring. He said, I took her on a motorbike ride. So cheap and cheerful. It was exciting. It was fun. That's very important that the dates are fun. Mm-hmm. They're the, the, really the, the main three things for the first couple of dates is number one, have fun. People are working very hard. You know, a lot of our lives can be mundane, lots of parts of our lives, and we want that part to be fun and exciting. Number two, see, is there a genuine connection to, you know, getting to know the person organically? And and number three, like I say, the connection. See, is there a connection? Is there chemistry? They're the only three things. And I mean, in COVID, even married couples, Stacey, um, uh, Solomon and Joe Swash were having free garden dates. It was during the summertime. It was long evenings. They were sitting outside with a glass of wine when the children were down. So, I mean, married couples are having free dates now, they've even told me. With the cost of living and everything, they're having a glass of wine. They're following a Netflix series and they're happy out. So, it's not about the price of the date. It's about building an emotional connection and yeah. listening to that person. And, but if it's during the day and it's, and it's you know, loud <clears throat> and it's March and it's lashing rain, uh, um, what, what, I mean, you know, if you're not, if you're in LA and you can go for a bike ride with multi-millionaire Tom Cruise, that's fine. But uh, what do you do if you're in Drogheda? Well, again, a coffee. I mean, I have even interviewed my own audience of women and I've asked them, please tell me what is your ideal date? And they've said a cup of coffee and a walk or a walk. And if it's going well, go for coffee. So the, the daytime coffee dates are fantastic. They're not too long. I mean, mm. who wants to go for a three or four hour dinner with someone you're seeing across from after the first half an hour and you're, you're not feeling it? You know, it's desperate pressure on people as well, even conversation wise. So you want to concentrate on building the attraction. So a coffee day can be an hour, an hour and a half max, I advise people. And you want to keep up that anticipation to get the second date. So the formula for that, you know, is keep up the curiosity, the mystery and the anticipation. That equals passion and desire. And you'll get the second date then as well. And you'll make a good first impression. Right. Would you have to be, I assume you'd have to put a bit of care into 
which coffee shop you choose. Because if you know, you don't want to bring them to a, like a greasy spoon or, or, or someplace <laughs> that's part of a shopping centre, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, a nice place that isn't too busy that you can talk. You know, you don't want that pressure. You know, sometimes the nighttime dates have that pressure as well. If you're in a busy bar and you're saying, what, what, you know, excuse mm. me, what did you say? You can only say that so many times. So I'd say, you know, a more low-key place where you're not under pressure with noise and all that, that you can get to know the person. And it, it is, it's good as well, the daytime dates, because... It doesn't really, you know, involve alcohol, the coffee date, because that really does take you off your A-game. You get clouded judgment, people do things that they would normally do if they end up getting drunk, etc., etc. So it just relieves so much pressure. So just a nice place that's not too busy, that you can get to know the person and have a nice coffee together. Is it generally the case, Francis, still that the, the men pay on the first date? It is, to be honest, Sean. I mean, I always say whoever is asking the person out should pay, right? If right. we really want to get down to black and white, you know, brass tacks, right? If you're asking the person out, you should pay. But really, the, the girls like the treat. The guys like to pay. The guy likes to be seen as the provider. This is just nature. And it works. So I would say that more guys do spend more on dates than women. Because they're doing the asking out. A guy mm. likes to earn the girl's time. It's masculine energy, drive, ambition, going after what you want. So man is the hunter. And the women then are in their feminine energy, sitting back and, you know, letting the guy earn her to, to bring her out. So that's the dynamic of it. So it is, it's mainly the guys that are paying. And I do advise paying, you know, on the first date. Now, I don't advise that the guy should pay forevermore. I'm hugely against that. If you go out with your best friend or your mother, do you expect them to pay the whole time for the whole relationship? No. But it's nice to just, you know, get that treat if you're being asked out and the guy is showing, you know, here, I want to treat you. But it should be, you know, 50-50 as the time goes on after that. Mm. I would imagine most women would prefer a daytime date anyway, uh, given it's probably a bit safer. They do. Very good point, actually, Sean, yeah, about the safety, because there's no alcohol involved, like I say. You're, you're, you're fully alert. It's in the middle of the day. You're out in public. Again, that relaxes you more to get to know the person because you're not thinking, am I safe? You know, am I in the dark? You know, you're, you're concentrating on building the emotional connection and seeing do you have common ground and, you know, are you getting on with this person? So you're giving them their your full attention. And the women have said to me they prefer the coffee dates. They say if it doesn't work out, you know, I everybody's busy these days, men and women. But they've said to me, you know, I'm very busy. I, a lot of women are working on their careers. So they're saying, you know, I work long hours and I don't have the time or want to spend the time with somebody that I'm not feeling the connection with for three or four hours. And another thing, Sean, is... If you have a day date with a bit of excitement or danger, like, for instance, the bike ride that, that Tom and Katie Holmes went on, or there's a thing you can do, high ropes in some cities. It's like a, through the forest high ropes um, adventure trails or a roller coaster ride, anything like that. It actually increases the attraction level and builds the attraction level, level quicker because fear and sexual arousal actually live in the same area of the brain. Right. So a bit of excitement and fear accelerates it. So there's another 
reason and, you know, good reason to go for the daytime exciting days. I suppose if the people are into that sort of thing, if one wants to, you know, rob a bank or something, the other one isn't in the mood for that kind of thing. Um, that, might be, that might be a problem. Is it still a thing that people are self-conscious about eating? Uh, whether it's a day date or going for dinner at night. That I suppose if you're meeting for coffee the first time, you might think twice about horsing into a big slice of cake sort of thing. That is such a great point, Sean. I had a woman even say that to me a few weeks ago, a client. She said, you know, the guy ordered spaghetti bolognese and all I was thinking was, you know, you have no, no problem. You know, you're not shy and you've no problem eating that in front of me, but I would be so conscious, you know, she was telling me and she said, you know, I was looking at the menu trying to pick the easiest thing to eat in front of a stranger. It is a thing, especially for women. It is a thing about eating in front of a stranger. People can be self-conscious. People can be very nervous on the first date, especially. You don't need to add to that anxiety. You're trying to calm that, you know, to give the best impression of yourself and have fun and listen to the person. Listening is huge in dating and see have you common ground. Yeah, God, I hope that fella eating the, uh, the sketchy bolognese didn't have, wasn't wearing a white shirt uh, or anything like that. That would have, would have gone horribly wrong there. Now, a few people now, Francis, are saying, I'll, I'll read one, uh, the re- reiterations, uh, re- reiterations of the same point. You'll never get a smooch with a coffee, let's face it, says one texter. No, and I have been asked that, and that is actually not true. You can kiss a girl on the cheek, walking her back to her car. I had during COVID, I had a guy that took a girl on a picnic. She was so impressed. He had everything from cheese to wine to desserts. And they sat down in a uh, sand dune and they even had a snog before the date was over. Now, I appreciate you're not going to snog in front of a busy street, but there are that, that there are occasions and, you know, there is a chance for a snog if you're walking the girl back to her car or saying goodbye. But I would say, Sean, that's not the most important thing is in if the girl wants to go on the second date with you, anticipation for a kiss is actually fantastic. They've done research. There's a guy in New York. He's a love lab for 40 years. And the research has shown that 66% of women will end the relationship if the kiss isn't good. And anticipation up to the first kiss is huge for women. Oh, so yeah. it's not going to hurt you. But at the same time now, I mean, no matter how long, if it's bad, it's bad, whether it's on the first date or the third date. Yes, it's a big, big thing for women. So, you know, guys should isn't learn isn't how to it's not, it's not a big thing for men if the woman's a terrible kisser? It, not so much. It's oh. more important for the well. The, it, it's a thing, but the woman will actually end the relationship. She, it's very cut and dry for a woman. Right. She'll actually sixty-six percent of women will end the relationship if the first kiss isn't good. Okay. Uh, Someone is texting in to say a date in the zoo can be very romantic and arousing. Uh, I don't know what that says about that person. Uh, have many of your clients <laughs> gone to the zoo? People have gone to. I have heard of a guy who said, "I'm. I'm. I've met a girl." Um, we were two weeks into my course. He said, I've met a girl and I'm going to ask her to go to Photo Wildlife in Cork. Okay. And they went and he said it was fantastic. We weren't short of conversation because we were talking about the animals. Uh, you know, we went around. It was nice and, and quiet that we could have a talk as well. It wasn't like a bar, a very busy bar. And he found it very successful. He thought, She even said at the end, this is so unique. 
you've really stood out to me. I've never been asked on a date like this and it was, you know, 100 out of 100 points for her, she said. Okay, well, and Frota is lovely. That's a, that, was a, that was a great idea. So then when, if you go on a, on a first date during the day and it's successful, do you graduate to a night date the next date or, or do you wait for the third or, or what would you suggest to people? I would say it doesn't have to be a night date straight away, but it will or it will naturally progress to that because the more you like each other, especially a woman, the more she's going to reach out for the guy's presence. So, you know, it will end up being nighttime dates, daytime dates. You'll be hanging out. I mean, eventually what you're hoping for is you're hanging out all the time. Mm. So it will naturally go that way. But I would say even if you want to keep the first Two to three dates for daytime things. You could go, you know, for a coffee on the first date. You could go to, um, we'll say the high ropes, just as an example, or a fun fair on the second date. On the third date, then you could go to the movies. You know, that's, that can be an early night date, as it were, mm-hmm. and it will naturally progress. So I would say, yeah, it, it's good to get to know the person, you know, any way you can. But the, the daytime dates are cheaper they're what people prefer, and I would advise them for the first few dates. Francis, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. That was uh, the dating coach, uh, Francis Callagher, uh, though the grumpy farmer in tip doesn't agree with any of that. Uh, uh, he says, uh, a day date, no alcohol. That lady just consigned the Irish to extinction. Uh, the- <laughs> Uh, fear and sexual attraction are in the same area as uh, Francis said uh, so that's why you keep getting erections on roller coasters you'd want to watch that uh, they could be dangerous for a whole raft uh, of reasons I, I would have thought and uh, somebody else wants to know are the gays allowed to go out and date in the daytime too no there's a real rule about that you have to keep it to the to, to the, um, the dark hours when you're going out on your dates you can go for a coffee just you know not during the day Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.